0: Hello and good morning. Happy Sunday. I feel like it's been forever since last Sunday. And I don't know, sometimes it feels like all the days are meshing together. And it's very interesting. I hope everybody's been doing well Today I want to talk about self-love. Self-love comes in many forms. And it's not to say that self-love is easy or as black and white as it sounds because self-love in my opinion comes in many forms and it's very easy I find to be able to stand on the outside and tell somebody hey you know what? you should love yourself more until you're in a situation where you don't find yourself loving Yourself more. And I mean this in a very specific way. Right. In relationships. Situationships. Any kind of ship. Where we feel a sense of trust and love for a person. We're more or less blinded by. That. And. And. It's not always and sometimes it's, you know, I I think that there's good in everything, right? But it's important to remain conscious and aware of your character and who you want to be and what you believe in as opposed to that person. But when it comes to self-love in a relationship, and I know a lot of you have been in abusive relationships, neglectful relationships, emotionally damaging relationships. You've all been in, we've all been in very interesting relationships with people. And I find that It's very, very, very easy to lose sight of what you desire in this world and how you would like to be treated versus how you're being treated. I know that there's this thing that I do, you know, when I'm not seeing anybody or I'm single and I have this long list of ideals, right, for myself. Like, I'm not going to do this. I'm not going to do that. I'm going to do it this way. I'm going to demand this. I'm going to blah, 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 blah. I try to set all these expectations for myself. And then I, you know, write it off as, you know, you, if you don't do these things, you don't love yourself enough. And I don't think that's a bad idea, but it's not necessarily helpful either because you're putting yourself in a box. And you're trying to control the outcome of every situation. Granted, I do believe that we are the creators of our own little universes. But in relationships, usually it's when we do things like that, we're trying to control more so the other person and not ourselves. And learning the difference between controlling your own actions and then trying to control another person's actions it's very distinct but it almost feels like the same right because we idealize the image of people in our minds i know i've talked about this before we ideal we we create this you know angel complex of these people instead of loving them for who they are right I talked about this in my last rejection video or (laughs) last rejection podcast. If you haven't listened to it, I urge you to go listen to it. But I talked about this in my rejection episode. Loving people for who they are and not who you'd want them to be. When I say that it's not a good idea to put yourself in a box and create all these conditions for yourself, that's not because I think that it's not a good idea to set boundaries. I think that it's wonderful to set boundaries, especially in relationships with all sorts of people. But when we sit and we categorize in this moment of feeling what we deem to be appropriate for us, can be very controlling. And it can be very seductive in a way that you feel like you're giving yourself more control by trying to control how others see you. Now, I think that no matter what image you present, people are going to see you the way they would like to see you. And I've, I've I've had this conversation with my friend Dee before um, about, you know, how some people see me as super outgoing, super beautiful, super funny, right? And I have other people like O, right? I'll use O as an example. O thinks I'm hideous. O thinks I'm like uninteresting. O thinks that... I am like the worst category of person out there right next to fucking Hitler. So he has a completely different image of me than other people. Yet I find myself acting the exact same with him as I do with everybody else, right? I'm not presenting a different image, at least not to my knowledge. So people are going to see you However they'd like. We can't control that image. We can't control how people choose to see us. And we can't really control how somebody is going to treat us. So when we create all these conditions about I'm going to force this person or I'm going to make sure that this person does this for me and does this for me and does this for me. We usually find it or we usually try to enforce that in somebody that doesn't love that way or doesn't want to love that way with us, right? I was talking to a coworker about going with the flow. She's seen somebody new. And she has all these questions because, you know, she kind of starting to like this guy. It's very casual, but she's starting to like this guy. And I told her, I said, well, you have two choices. You can either ask him, you know, hey, what's Delia with us, right? starting to catch feelings because I think you're an awesome person or you can just wait it out and enjoy the moment and the time that you guys have with each other. There is no wrong decision in these types of situations. And I mean that wholeheartedly. If you are 100% authentic to yourself, right, and it doesn't work out, it was going to be that way even if you were pretending to be somebody that you weren't. right? But either way, it's not a loss. It's an experience. Everything is an experience to enjoy, to savor, to appreciate for what it is. Life will never be as simple as it is now. Right now, I'm currently recording this in my car. So I don't know how good the sound quality is going to be. But I will never be in this exact moment that I'm in right now, in this exact position emotionally that I am in right now again. Tomorrow is going to be a different day. So I really do try to enjoy every aspect of what occurs in my life. That includes being told I'm ugly. That includes being told I'm not ugly. That includes losing. That includes winning. That includes success. That includes failure. Because it gives me a blueprint of what I'd like to change should I not like the outcome. Should I not agree with the outcome. Gives me a course of action and a blueprint to change, you know, into something that might yield a better outcome. And I've never felt a more strong sense of chaotic peace in my life. Chaotic in the sense that I feel like I'm doing a whole bunch of activities. I'm meeting a whole bunch of people. I'm, you know, going out and enjoying myself without drinking because I don't like to drink anymore. Because I get headaches and, you know, I spent a lot of my time not feeling well. Um, This at the tail end of this last year. So I find myself changing very consistently. And I see the change because I feel a little bit more fulfilled. And I can't stress it enough when I say that it's important to do what makes you happy. And that's going to change. That's going to keep changing. It's an ever-evolving desire and emotion meter of what's going to make you happy, right? And sure, you can make um, dramatic decisions and, you know, like if you're just like, I hate my job and just quit your job, right? Don't have a backup plan or anything, (laughs) which I've done before. Didn't like it. It was very stressful, but I've done it before because I wanted to be happy. I had this idea of happiness kind of just rolling around my tongue. And it was right there and I just couldn't, I couldn't spit it out for a multitude of reasons. So when I say That you should be doing things that make you happy. You should be assessing yourself. Assessing how you feel. Assessing what desires you'd like to be met, right? You know, for a lot of people, it's money. I want to make more money. If you already have a lot of money and that doesn't really, you know, steer your boat, it's relationship. It's geared towards love. We want to find somebody that will take care of us. We could take care of, right? You want somebody that if, God forbid, anything happens to you, you're in the hospital, you have this person that's going to be there with a duffel bag with a change of underwear (laughs) and socks. So when you're assessing yourself, when you're really truly assessing yourself for what you feel is going to make you happy, if you're not happy, right? If you're not presently happy, but from my conversations with people doesn't seem like very many people feel fulfilled. And that's, mo- that's mainly because they're not doing what makes them happy for one reason or another. So when you're assessing yourself, close your eyes and really, really take a big inhale of air. And think clearly. You picture it in your mind. What would put a smile on my face today? What would make me feel happy? Is it seeing somebody special? Is it talking to somebody special? Is it waiting for results for something? Right? Positive. Positive. What is it that makes you happy? In this life, I do believe that we should do two things. One, always do what makes you happy. Because your happiness should always be first. Two, don't have any regrets... Based on past decisions. And when I say that you shouldn't have any regrets on past decisions, I genuinely mean that. It's in the past. There's nothing you can do about it. It was a situation that led you to who you are today. And if you regret it, then that means that you're probably a better person in your mind than you were when you made that choice. It all comes full circle. I'm going to leave you guys here today. This is a rather short podcast. But I'm going to leave you guys here today with the thought for the week of I'm going to do something today that makes me happy. I'm going to do something this week that's going to make me happy. I love you all. I hope you guys have an amazing and productive week. Give yourself some good luck. Give yourself some grace. Give yourself a hug. And really cherish who you are today. As it will never be the same the day following. Happy Sunday, everyone.